Hey everybody, welcome back to Defender of the Realm. I'm your host, Jay, and after my last episode where I discussed uh, a pure mage build for Skyrim, I got a lot of good feedback on it, and I decided, well, let's just keep going with it. Um, to be honest, you know, for me, there's not a lot of RPGs that have come out lately that I could kind of get and review and talk about on this channel. Uh, my other podcast channel, Stuff You Don't Need to Know, I do talk about some other video games that I play. So if you just like video games in general, not specifically RPGs, tune on over to Stuff You Don't Need to Know. I talk about a lot of different games over there. Um, Battlefield Five is going to be coming out soon. Uh, I actually played the beta, so I talk about that. Talk about NBA 2K19, and I'll be talking about some other games on there as well. But Defender of the Realm... We are talking RPGs, and like I said, the Pure Mage build for Skyrim went over pretty well, got a lot of good feedback on it, so I decided to talk about another build. Now, with these builds that I do, I actually do build my characters the way I pretty much describe them to you, and I play through them, so... Uh, the Pure Mage build that I described the last time uh, was a mage that I did create, and I do want to give a shout-out to my daughter, Diana. She did help me with that a little bit, and um, so I played through with it, and uh, I did pretty well with it, and I decided, let me do another build, so I put that game on hold. Uh, I do want to go back to it because um, my mage is pretty powerful now, and I'm about to begin the Civil War quest line, so if you're familiar with Skyrim, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm going to begin the Silver, uh, the Civil War Sky. Um, wow, jumble my words. I'm going to be give the. I'm going to begin the Civil War storyline pretty soon, and I want to see how a pure mage would handle that. Um, maybe when I do that playthrough, I will talk about it. So I'll, I will not talk about pure mages anymore. I'm going to talk about a new build today, an assassin build. This is something that when I first played Skyrim, before the special edition, before all the mods and everything like that, uh, this was something that I had thought about doing, but never really got around to it. Um, partly because I'm not a very good archer in the game. I've gotten much, much better, and I realized that with certain perks and certain skills and armor and whatnot, I could actually become a very effective archer. Now, how does that factor into being an assassin? Well, it's like being a sniper, if you think about it. But you know what? Enough about that. Let's jump right into it, and let's talk about my build, or you know what I think is a pretty good build for an assassin. Now, when I talked about the Pure Mage, you know, it kind of seemed there was really... I mean, look, I, I did say you guys can modify it the way you wanted to, but it was it was a pretty straightforward build with the assassin... I mean, there's a lot of ways you can go with it. Uh, some people, I'm going to bring it up now, some people would say, well, I don't think an assassin would really use magic. I'm going to disagree with that, but I'm also going to say that in my assassin build, I didn't really focus too much on magic. If you think about it, ninjas. I mean... Ninjas have been known to use magic. I mean, that's sort of the mystique of them. So in a way, if you do use magic and magic abilities, and I'm going to talk about it, even though, like I said, I don't use it in my build, but if there's certain school of magic, illusion magic, that would kind of make you almost like a ninja if you really, really think about it. 
And like I said, I think the thing that's fun about building an assassin is, is, you know, especially if you're like me, if you kind of develop a backstory for your character or almost kind of like a set of unwritten rules for, for the character you're going to build, it's really going to kind of determine which way you're going to go and, and how you're going to build that assassin. Uh, are you going to focus on archery? Are you going to focus on sneak one-handed attacks? Uh, are you going to use magic? I mean, really, you know, the sky's the limit, but let's dive into it and let's talk about the assassin that I built and some tips and tricks for you guys if you are thinking of building an assassin. So first thing is up, first thing that's up is the race. Now, like I said the last time with the Pyramage build, if you really boil it down, you know, you can level really any character, any race up pretty quickly. So if you really think about it, is the race really that important? Yeah, in the beginning, you're going to get some boosts. And I think, you know, if you're going to do a specialized character like a pure mage or, or an assassin, I do think it will help you to get those racial perks in the beginning. But really, if you grind your characters out, you, you can build these attributes up anyway. But I would think for the lore of Skyrim and to get those racial uh, perks and racial, racial bonuses when you start the game out, there's two races that really come to mind. And that's the Bosmer, or Wood Elf as they're known, and the Khajiit. Now, traditionally, Khajiit are really more seen as thieves. Um, but I do think, given the racial bonuses that they receive, they would also make great assassins. So let's talk about it. So let's look at the Bosmer first, the Wood Elves. Um, if you make your character a Wood Elf, Right away, you get plus 10 to archery, plus 5 to light armor, plus 5 to sneak, and plus 5 to alchemy. I mean, I think these are great uh, bonus perks or, or bonus attributes that are really going to help you build an assassin, uh, especially if you're going to be like a sniping assassin. And I'm going to talk about why I think that's very important when I get down to... Um, perks and skill trees and whatnot. I mean, I think the Bosmer, they kind of make more sense, given the fact that, look... You know, they're, I don't really want to say that the Bosmer are shunned from society, but they don't really seem to fit in with, you know, the other elves, especially the high elves, considering the fact that the lands where they live are very close to um, High Garden, where the high elves live, but the high elves are very, very elitist. Um, wood elves pretty much tend to stay within themselves, they do stay, you know, out in the woods given the name, but they will mix with society. But, you know, they are kind of seen as outcasts. Not for nothing, the Khajiit are seen as outcasts as well. I mean, so much so, I mean, I think they're really, because they're really, along with the Argonians, you know, they're they're one of the two non-human races. Um, you know, if you play Skyrim, as you know, before you go into a major city, uh, you know, like Whiterun, let's say, you'll see a Khajiit caravan and, you know, they'll tell you that they are not allowed within city limits, you know. So, yes, traditionally Khajiit are seen as thieves, maybe even mercenaries. I think they would make great assassins. And the uh, assassin that I uh, built is a Khajiit. Now, why did I take a Khajiit? Right off the bat, you get plus 10 to sneak, plus 5 to one-handed, plus 5 to archery, plus 5 to alchemy, and plus 5 to light armor. Okay, you know, I'm still getting a perk, uh, I'm still getting a boost, I should say, to archery. Uh, I'm getting a, uh, a boost to one-handed and light armor, which are going to be very important. And like I said, when I get to those skill trees, I'll really explain why. I'm getting plus 10 to sneak right off the bat. So, 
I'm going to be able to sneak around at level one better than any other character out there. So I could start to really grind, uh, you know, and build up my sneak because when I get to it, when I get to the skill trees and the perks, if you're going to be an assassin, you have to be silent as anything. Um, the standing stones. Again, this one's a no-brainer, the thief stone. Um, there's really no other stone out there that is really going to help you out as a thief or an assassin than the thief stone because um, you'll learn stealth skills 20% faster. I mean, this is what it's all about. You want to be invisible. You want to be able to sneak around. You want to be able to take out enemies silently. You really need to develop your stealth skills. And if you could do it 20% faster, all the better for you. Okay, attributes. Health, uh, magic, and stamina. Okay. This is where I'm going to offer you a couple of different options. Now, like I said, I'm not really going to be using a whole lot of magic. In fact, I'm probably not, I, I really haven't used magic at all, so I don't level up my magic at all. I pretty much do a 50-50 split between health and stamina. Why do I do it that way? Well... Listen, I am not going to be the greatest fighter out there. I'm looking to be stealthy. I'm looking to be sneaky. I'm not really going to be developing my fighting skills that much. Uh, I want to be in the shadows, either doing a backstab move or sniping guys with my crossbow or bow from a distance. So, you know, if I am out caught out in the open, if I'm, you know, if I confront a dragon, if I confront some of the wild animals out there, I really need to bolster my health. I, I really need to be able to take a beating because if I throw everything into stamina or, you know, I, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm going to die. I'm going to die out there even if I'm sneaky because, look, let's face it, there's going to be some times, especially as you're starting to develop some of your skills, um, you know, if my archery skills aren't that great, if, if I'm not getting those perks where my bow is doing a lot of damage you know, I could be sneaky, I could be stealthy, but if, when I get that first shot off, and if it doesn't take the guy out, well, they're going to charge me. Um, so I have to be able to fight back and be able to withstand some of the blows that they take. So I like to do a nice 50-50 split. Now, stamina is very, very important because with some of the higher level bow skills, um, you know, and, and again, when I when I get down to those perks, I'll talk about it. You know, it is going to take a drain on your stamina. So it's pretty good to, to bolster up your stamina. Like I said, I like to do a 50-50. Look, maybe a 60-40 or a 70-30. I mean, you're, you're really going to need the health. Now, if you are going to be using magic, if you're going to be using illusion magic, then maybe a 40-20-40 split would be better for you. Um you know, 40% of the time, throw it in health, 40% of the time, throw it in stamina, and then every so often, throw a few points in magic. I don't. I haven't raised my magic at all. Like I said, I like to do a nice 50-50, maybe a 60-40 split, just because, yes, I'm sneaky, I'm developing those abilities, I'm staying silent, but you know what? Every so often, something happens, and I do get rushed, and I need to be able to absorb uh, some damage skills. Let's talk skills because this is really the heart of it. This is the bread and butter. These are the things that are really going to make your assassin great. The sneak skill tree. This is really the big one for you. You really want to max this thing out. Um, so of course, you know, at the bottom of the perk tree, there is stealth, which obviously look, the more, you know, the more, um, 
skill points you throw into there, and then you could do it up to five times, depending on your level, um, you know, the harder you are to detect. This is a no-brainer. You need this. Uh, once you start developing your stealth, you can, de- you, de- mm, you can then can develop backstab. Sorry. Uh, so what does backstab do? Backstab makes your one-handed sneak attacks do six times more damage. Add that in with some of the armor and weapons I'm going to talk about later. Oh my god, you know, if you could sneak up on somebody and stab them in the back, it's almost going to be an instant kill. Once you develop backstab, the next one you're going to get is deadly aim. So your sneak bow attacks are going to do three times the damage. Once again, when you start to bolster your archery skill tree uh, with some of the weapons and armor out there, again, you're going to be taking people out with one shot once you really start to get these these perks. Uh, and then, of course, after Deadly Aim, you want to get Assassin's Blade. So now a sneak attack with a, damage, with a dagger. And it has to be a dagger. So sneak attack with a dagger is going to do 15 times the damage. Once again, combining that with some of the daggers that you could find out there, these are going to be instant kills. Um, listen, there's some other things that, that are on the, on the, um, sneak skill tree there that you can bolster, uh, you know, for more silent movement and things like that. Now, if you are going to use illusion magic to do things like muffle and visibility, you don't really need to invest in those. But if you're not, if you're going to be like me and you're not going to be using magic, you really want to try to throw all your skill points and you really want to try to fill out the, um, the sneak skill tree. Now, here's the thing. How do you level up your sneak? You have to sneak around. You absolutely have to do it. So my big thing is, you know what, wherever you are, you're out in the wilderness, crouch down, start sneaking around, stay hidden. Um, You know, as you know, as, as you play the game, once you start to crouch down, there'll be an eye, little eye icon that pops up. It'll be closed. If you're hit, it'll say hidden. It'll be closed. If there's anybody around, an animal, a guard, people, whatever whatever it is, if they start to detect you, of course, that eye will slowly start to open. Stop, freeze, wait for it to close again, then go on. The more you sneak around, the quicker you're going to develop your, your sneak skill. Of course, right away, you should be activating the Thief Stone to also help improve, uh, help Im- improve this skill a lot faster. Do sneak attacks. Okay, you know, you might not be the best bowman out there, but give it a shot. Stay crouched. Try to snipe people. You're Especially in the beginning, you're not going to be able to take them out with one shot. But once you start doing sneak attacks, it's just going to help increase your sneak skill. Uh, some other tips that I saw to do is when you're in dungeons and there are Draugr there, most times Draugr start off asleep. If you know that there's going to be sleeping Draugr in a chamber, get down sneak past them uh you'll have a pretty good chance of doing that especially like i said in the beginning if you take a khajiit you get that plus 10 boost to sneak start sneaking around sleeping draugr sneak around them come on back do a sneak attack on them you know take them out with a bow take them out with a dagger you're you're, you're going to be grinding here you're going to be grinding and those and your sneak level is just going to go up 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 archery this is the next skill tree. This is another one that is incredibly important. Um, why is archery really good for assassins? Look, like I said, you're not going to be the greatest fighter out there. You're not going to be, you know, a two-handed tank. You know, you're not going to be a dual-wielding master at all. You know, we're going to be sneaky. We're going to be doing things like that. So, 
Archery is really, really important because they're less risky. You're attacking from a distance. So even if you miss or even if your, you know, archery abilities aren't that great, you know, you're hitting guys and you're just not doing that much damage because you haven't gotten perks yet. Still, you know, it gives you a chance to kind of, you know, you're, you're keeping your distance. Uh, you know, you could escape, you could run away, you could try to hide again. Um, so it's really, it's a less risky uh, attack. Um, the other thing is, is once you start getting good at archery and you, and you develop some of these perks, uh, and you've also gotten some of your sneak perks and you're able to hide, here's the thing. You go into some dungeons or you go into some areas where there's a crowd, well, you stay hidden. You can start sniping these guys and picking them off one at a time. Uh, another thing that's really, really good is some dungeons you'll go in, uh, especially, you know, if you're going on quests to go after vampires, you know, vampires keep rabid dogs, um, wild dogs, I should say, wolves, things like that, almost as guards. You could take them out. You know, you could take them out because they might detect you a lot sooner than humans can. So if you're crouched from a distance, you take these, these sort of guard dogs out, let's just say, um, you know, it's just going to help you out because now you can sneak around even more because, you know, they almost sort of act like burglar alarms because they will detect you a lot quicker than humans can. So you want to be able to pick them off. So listen, that archery skill tree overdraw, that's the one that's going to increase your damage. You're going to max this one out. You're going to hit all five levels on it. Just do it. Um, once you get that, you know, you, you want to get the eagle eye. The eagle eye is really, really good because it'll allow you to zoom in. So if you're hidden, and, you know, you're going to be like a sniper with your bow and arrow there. You could actually stay a little further away. You could zoom in. Now, you know, hitting moving targets, it's going to be tough. But if you're going to be infiltrating somewhere, um, you know, the Thalmor Embassy, let's say, or, you know, a thieves den or a vampire den where they do have guards... Sure, the guards will be moving. They'll be slowly patrolling. They will eventually stop. I mean, this is a great way to pick them off. So, I mean, that's a skill that you definitely want. I mean, there's other ones that you can invest in on in on this tree, but I think Overdraw and Eagle Eye are probably some of the best ones because don't forget, you know, your sneak skill tree, uh, you get Deadly Aim, which is very, very important. All right, so some other, some other skill trees to take a look at. Light Armor. You know, you really want to bolster up your light armor because, like I said, especially in the beginning, you know, when your sneak isn't as good, you're going to be de- you're going to be detected quicker, uh, and you might have to face off against some opponents. You really want to make sure your armor is in good shape. So, you know, beef it up. Uh, you know, the agile defender again, just just throw point throw skill points in there, get it up there because it raises um, the effectiveness of your armor. Uh, get custom fit custom fit is a great perk because you're going to be in all light armor anyway and if you're in all light armor from head to toe you get a 25 percent bonus um unhinded is a good one because your armor won't slow you down this is really really good it pretty much makes your armor uh weightless now light armor really isn't that heavy to begin with but if your armor is weightless uh, you get into a situation where you're detected, you're getting swarmed, and you want to get the heck out of there. Uh, your stamina is not really going to be affected too much if you sprint away because your your armor is going to be weightless on you. Matching set. Definitely get matching set because this adds an additional 25% if you are in a matching set of armor. This is really important, especially when I go down to talk about armor, because trust me, 
there are two armor sets, uh, or I'm sorry, three armor sets out there that you should definitely look into getting. And it, like I said, they're going to be a matching set. It's going to give you an additional 25% on top of the 25% bonus you get from custom fit on top of the bonuses you get from Agile Defender, you're going to be in light armor and it's almost going to be like you're in some of the best heavy armor out there. So definitely invest in those. Okay. I'm going to jump around a little here. I'm going to jump down to one-handed. Um, you know, one-handed is important because like I said, you know, you're not really going to be getting into, um, you know, you're not going to be getting into any kind of duels. You're not going to be rushing in there, hacking and slashing away. But, you know, if you are detected and you are attacked, you do need to defend yourself. So level up the armsmen a bit to increase your damage. Um, and then try to unlock the backstab ability. Um, because the backstab ability... I'm sorry, the backstab is in sneak. Never mind. Forget what I said. I was thinking of a different skill tree. But definitely in the one-handed, throw some skill points into the armsman category. If you want to look into doing some others, go go right ahead. But just just get that get that one-handed attack up there, especially in the beginning. Because like I said, you're even though you're going to be sneaking around and you're going to be improving those skills. In the beginning, you're going to be detected and you're going to have to face off with some guys. So just, just get it up there just to, just to make the damage a little bit better. Magic. All right. So like I said, I'm not playing with magic with mine. If you do want to use magic with yours, I think the best one to really use is illusion magic. Um, and again, like I said, this really depends on your play style. You know, to me, Developing illusion magic is making your is making your assassin character more like a ninja. Um, you know, some of the spells that you use in illusion are you know that are really kind of cool. Is um, you could use fury, and then as you level up, you can use frenzy. This causes chaos. So basically, you know, you cast it on a target; they're just going to start attacking one another. You know, you want to use this in a group. They're not going to be paying attention to you. They're just going to be, you know, whoever whoever you cast it on is going to turn around and attack. You know, his squad mates. They're going to be fighting amongst themselves, and you could be hanging back, hidden with your bow or crossbow, and picking them off. It's going to be easy pickings. Um, Conversely, you can use Calm, which pretty much is you cast it and your target is not going to flee. I mean, it's a sitting duck. You know, whoever or whatever you cast it on is going to stand there and really pretty much allow you to backstab it. Um, Muffle, of course, you know, if you cast Muffle, it gives you three minutes of pure silence or close to silent movement. And of course, there's invisibility, which lasts for 30 seconds. Yeah, for assassins, these really, really come in handy. If you want to kind of develop like what we, what I would call like a Nightblade type character or, or a ninja type character, absolutely feel free to use it. Personally, I'm not going to be using it, so to each his own. You could also look at the alchemy skill tree because poisons are going to really play a role. I mean, look, you're an assassin. It's almost, it's natural to use poisons. You should be using poisons, um, you know, Look, you could always buy them. You will find them in dungeons. You could steal them. You know, you could loot them off of, of victims. Um, you know, yeah, it's cheaper. You know, I was never really great at doing alchemy. I, ju I just was never invested in it because I didn't want to go around and scrounge around for materials and learn how to use them and get recipes, this and that. 
So you want to look into alchemy, look into look into the alchemy skill tree, but definitely look into poisons. You know, buy them, find them, steal them, loot them, whatever it is. Because, you know, there's really three major types of poisons. You know, there's poisons that damage health, obviously. There's poisons that uh, drain magic. Magica, I should say. You know, look, if you're going up against, you know, some mages... Uh, yeah, you could be sneaky, but if they find you, you know, don't forget, they can zap you from a distance with flame or spark spells. So start draining their magic up by coating your, your arrows or your weapons with, you know, poisons that will do that. And of course, there's poisons that um, also cause fury. So again, uh, you know, I use a poison like that. I code an arrow. I hit a target. He's going to turn around, attack his compatriots. It's all chaos, and I could just stay hidden and pick them off one one at a time or kind of hope they finish each other off and move along. Alrighty, so you're playing as an assassin. Now, when I talked about my pure mage, uh, I said College of Winterhold. You have to go there, and you have to do that quest line because it's going to unlock, you know, the Archmage robes. Uh, I did it in my playthrough, and I'm so glad I did it. Now I don't have to worry about, you know, armor or, or, or what my mage is going to be wearing from there on out. If you are going to be an assassin, it is imperative that you do the Dark Brotherhood quest line. Now, if you have the special edition like I do. Uh, as you know, there is the mod called uh, Second Chance where you could start off, and I talked about this in the Pure Mage build, where you could start off in a guild. And when I talked about the Pure Mage, I said you could start off right off the bat. You could start off in the College of Winterhold. You could do the same thing with the Dark Brotherhood. You could start off in the Dark Brotherhood. But I think it's more fun to play that quest through the way it's supposed to. So... Definitely, you know, if you're not sure how to do it, oh, God, spoilers, should I tell you guys? Hmm. I mean, there's a great way to, you know, really the way to do it is, let's just put it this way, you have to go to one of the major holds. Okay, one of the major holds throughout Skyrim. I'm not going to say which one. Uh, start talking to the guards. Ask people about rumors. Actually, what I notice is really anywhere you go, if you talk to a barkeep or, you know, store patrons or shop owners, I should say, you know, one of the um, conversation tree threads will be, hey, have you heard any rumors? Always ask for that because they're, one of the rumors that's going to come up is about a strange little boy. I think he's trying to summon the Dark Brotherhood, or I, I heard about this strange little boy from so and so that's you know doing these dark rituals. That's going to trigger a quest for you to go look for this kid somewhere. Won't say where. Um, this starts the Dark Brotherhood quest because you will find him. He'll think that he's summoned you from the Dark Brotherhood. He's going to give you, you know, he's, he's you know, hey, I have a mission for you. You know, I, I want you to carry it out. Do it. What's going to happen is, is after you do the assassination, uh, a day or so later. Oh, no, I think it's about four days later. About four days later, a messenger is going to come up to you. He's like, I got a message for you. Uh, it's going to be a bloody handprint, and it just says, we know. Again, if you don't know what to do from there, pretty much as soon as you go to sleep, you're abducted by the Dark Brotherhood, and the Dark Brotherhood quest line begins. Now, I will say this. When the Dark Brotherhood quest line begins, um, you have, right off the bat, you have the option to join them or pretty much 
turn uh, turn against them and pretty much take them out. Um, I would suggest joining them. Uh, look, you're going to be an assassin anyway. It's a great way to start to bolster your skills. Uh, when you join the Dark Brotherhood, or even if you take out the Dark Brotherhood, right away you're going to have a- access to Shrouded Armor and the Blade of Woe. Um, shrouded Armor, first of all, it's pretty cool looking armor. Uh, second of all, it's really going to bolster the skills that you need as an assassin. Um, you're gonna Your resist poison is going to go up. Uh, you'll have muffled movement, so there you go. You won't need to cast a muffled spell, so again, why use magic? But to each his own. Um, you'll also get 20% increased uh, 20% bow damage, and backstab does two times the damage. Now, if you join the Dark Brotherhood and you go all the way through, you will then have the chance to actually find the Ancient Shrouded Armor, which will pretty much give you the perks that I just listed, but at a higher rate, and of course, the armor rating will be better. Uh, you definitely want to get either Shrouded Armor or the Ancient Shrouded Armor, and you definitely want to improve it. Now, if you're going to improve these armors, you need the um, Arcane Armorer uh, skill perk from the Blacksmith Tree. So, yeah, you know, you got to do some smithing. Um, it's an easy perk to get, actually. It's one of the first ones that you, first or second one that you could get. So just do enough smithing to get that perk, and then you'll be able to improve this armor. Uh, like I said, you'll also get access to the Blade of Woe. The Blade of Woe is a really cool-looking dagger. It looks like the type of dagger an assassin would use. Uh, and when you use it, it absorbs 10 health from the target uh, that you use it on. So I think that's a pretty cool thing to uh, have in your arsenal. Now, another quest line that you might want to consider doing is the Thieves Guild one. Uh, the reason is... You know, if you do this quest line, it'll actually give you access to the Nightingale armor and the Nightingale bow. Now, the Nightingale armor really is more for a thief. Um, it kind of enhances your sneak, uh, lock picking, things like that. But Nightingale armor, to me, is the coolest looking armor in 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 Skyrim. To me, shrouded armor should be sh- shrouded armor should look the way the Nightingale armor looks. It's just that cool. Um, some further tips or tricks if you're going to play as an assassin like I said sneak around everywhere constantly use your bow try to do sneak attacks I mean this is just to grind and get those skill points up Um, I really wouldn't use followers because followers are going to give you away especially if you use Nords, because as soon as they see the enemy, they give out a battle cry. I mean, followers are really going to give you away, but at the same time, in the beginning, your defense isn't going to be that great. Your one-handed skills aren't going to be that great, so you might want to use a follower, but here's the thing. If you're going to be going into a, a dungeon or a stronghold before you go in, just just tell your follower to wait. Just wait out here until I need you, and sneak inside, sneak around, but really, you know, especially if you want to grind out, you know, just, just really try not to use followers. Um, I, I really don't recommend it just because like I said, they're going to give you away. You're not going to be able to, to sneak up on people. Yeah. You know, they're going to rush into battle and the focus is going to be on them and you can hang back and pick people off with your bow and arrow, but it's just going to cause way too much chaos. Um, look, you also, if you're going to play like an assassin, you got to think like an assassin. So 
Again, if you're going to be uh, especially if you're going to be entering a stronghold, try to case it out a bit. You know, try to look for easy escape routes. Uh, if you're in dungeons, try to remember. You know which way you're going, you know, where's the exit, where are some great hiding places, because if you're detected uh, and the enemies are coming after you, you know, you can't fast travel away, you know, it's fight or flee, and if you're not that great of a fighter, your armor rating isn't that great, your one-handed isn't that great, and it's really hard to kind of run and gun with a bow and arrow, <clears throat> it's always a good idea to kind of know the layout of the dungeon or the stronghold so you can get out of there because you can run away. You can't escape the dungeon, get the heck out of there, and once you're clear of danger, fast travel away and kind of rest and recover. You know, it's just something to think about because I think, you know, people that traditionally play Skyrim are kind of more hack and slash, run in there, fight, fight, fight. You know, you don't think about fleeing or or you know, getting out of there or looking for exits. But if you're going to be an assassin, it's it's really a good way to play and it's a good way to think. All right, guys, thanks for listening to my Skyrim Assassin build. I really hope you enjoyed it. I really hope you found it helpful. Like I said, if you're a seasoned Skyrim player, it's always kind of fun to go back and try these different types of builds uh, and just really play through as them and kind of see how the game progresses. Like I said, I really enjoyed doing my Pure Mage build. Uh, I did put it aside to work on my Assassin, you know, for this podcast, but I will be going back to my Pure Mage soon. Because there's some quest lines, like I said, like the Civil War quest line, I definitely want to see how, um, how as a mage, like that would play out, like how effective it would be. Uh, but I'm right now I'm really having a lot of fun playing as an assassin and, uh, I'm definitely going to be doing more talks about different types of builds. Uh, I definitely think, you know, kind of keeping, uh, in the frame here of like silent type characters, uh, I'm definitely going to do a thieves build next because that's always fun to play as well. Guys, don't forget, please check out www.brothersinarmchairs.com. That's the website that's going to link you up to all the podcasts within the Brothers in Armchair network. Of course, you get Defender of the Realm, you get Nerd and Me, Enter the Nerd Zone, Fat Guys in Little Coats, and Stuff You Don't Need to Know. This is Jay, and good gaming to you.